Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. It's deeper than what we discussed thus far relating to it you saying that it's deeper than what's on the surface like that's where the flow hit me because things are always deeper it's just how deep are you willing to go and it's in that like questioning that you can find different levels of truth and self-exploration yeah and it's good because it just came up from the curiosity that's present within you to even ask that question because you've already asked it in the past but you brought it back for a reason yeah and I think it highlights how not necessarily when there's curiosity but more so the feeling when something is left unresolved um it can generate that curiosity because I feel like curiosity can come from different things there can be curiosity from like an ego standpoint and then there can be curiosity when the soul nudge is trying to communicate there's something more to explore here that's needed for like the self-evolution or whatever the case may be yeah and that's a really good point that you made that distinction between the two how do you identify that distinction I would say by feeling it and being honest with what I'm feeling. Um, The soul's curiosity for me is very subtle and it comes and it goes. And it's up to me to pay attention to it or not. When I'm very hyper-focused on something or very curious about something, I can distinguish that's the human curiosity that's coming from the ego Or I don't even know where else it comes from, but more so the human level. Yeah, I can relate to that. I'm like wanting to know more than what is being offered for us to dive into, like trying to skip steps. Yeah, trying to jump ahead just to get like a quick answer. And that comes with the feeling of really being certain within the self, knowing that we have the answers for whatever. We don't need to be curious in that way of yeah. trying to get ahead of ourselves. But then yeah. when... Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm agreeing. Uh, oh, I was going to say, um, when it's a soul nudge, that's where, like something with this example, me asking this question because it felt like, okay, this is still not really resolved. Where are we at with this? What do we have to do? It's something that's very subtle. I could have ignored it because to me, that's such a boring question to ask. Like, why are we still speaking about this? That's last week's news. But then there's still something there that's saying, okay, no, ask. And like you responded it's not just what we see on the surface. It's deeper than that. But again, how deep are we willing to go to see what medicine or message lives in that experience? Yeah, it reminds me of the meme of the iceberg. 
Um, so let's go a little deeper into that. What is there to explore? Um, what lives in there? What medicine <laughs> lies? You know, like there's something there. For me, the immediate without thinking about it is a big highlight and emphasis on authenticity again doing what's true to the self and not trying to take the easy way out or like the easy route so for this exact example to give more context without like going so into it we decided to do something in an attempt to generate money like that's what it can boil down to make connections and generate money um and we convinced ourselves in that process why we were doing it was for the betterment of society we can say and in doing something that wasn't necessarily the truest form of expression of our creation we were met with many different challenges throughout the way and a lot of times within i would say a spiritual path or the spiritual community um it's shared to like keep going like oh you're being triggered for a reason this is part of your development and somebody can really get lost in that that shadow work phase or constantly seeking improvement that can become a form of addiction so you might be in situations that you don't need to be in but you remain in the situations trying to see how you can better yourself or improve yourself when in fact it can just be a signal from the universe like hey this isn't in alignment for you check out you know there's no such thing as forcing when you're trying to be in a state of flow and for us i feel that that experience there was a lot of force because we were trying so hard to stick it out and continue on our path forward thinking that that was the path yeah trying to make it work and it highlights for me as well like there are instances where um going forward with something that's not in alignment can create more to work through at the end but in this example because it's something that i've been reflecting on and I can say maybe not fully consciously, it's just coming forward more now um, through that experience that we recently had. Um, it allowed us to receive deeper clarity with what it is um, that authenticity looks like for us. Because that highlighted, that experience highlighted where we were going astray. And if it wasn't for all of these moments of exploring things that aren't exactly in the greatest alignment for where we're desiring to go, we were able to get back on track and then have a deeper um, connection to our path and to our greater why and have more clarity. Yeah, and a big piece of that was asking, why are we doing this? You know, what is our why? And when the answer wasn't an immediate clear answer, that was like a red flag for me personally, like, okay, something is off here. Um, and that led to further exploration of where am I not showing up how I desire to show up and I'm showing up in a way that I think I should be showing up. And if I didn't approach that with complete honesty and transparency and vulnerability, it would have been really difficult 
to recognize the situation I put myself in. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. Because it goes even deeper with the work that we've been doing on ourselves. That honesty came through through the work that we've been doing in the background. And it goes hand in hand when situations no longer serve us and we're able to implement the teachings that we're integrating through the inner work that we're doing, we're able to recognize it and be more honest with ourselves because we can see ourselves more clearly. Yeah, and the clearer you can see yourself, you can see others. And when in relation with others, just in relation with the world and nature, things appear so much clearer as long as you're willing to be clear and honest with the self, no matter how uncomfortable it makes you feel. Yeah, so what did we learn through that through that scenario? Uh, I feel for me personally, I really learned um, for anything that I am super passionate about in terms of ideologies or teachings, it's really important to honor that because that's where my integrity lives. So instead of conforming or trying to do things in a way that makes more sense, sticking to what I believe like deep inside of my soul. Um, yeah, that's like my biggest takeaway. Yeah, and what I'm taking away from what you're saying is like following the soul's calling and not leading so strongly with the intellectual mind because that can lead us into like patterns and situations that are measurable and easy to know that they'll end up with results that we want, um, but they're not in alignment with the feeling nature that we know in our innermost being to be true. And it... I feel like the path, although it's not always clear what lies ahead in that way, um, it's more fulfilling and there's a lot of room for endless possibilities since the limitations of what we know we could have done to arrive to certain outcomes um, create. Yeah, and something else that popped into my mind as you were speaking is the influence the outside world has on our inner world, um, especially when it comes to comparison with what's being shown on social media and things to that magnitude, because that can provide a temporary false illusion. So now you start chasing this illusion and it's truly a distraction from where you know you are supposed to be. And it's very easy to get caught up in that hype that is being exposed, that we are being exposed to every single day, multiple times a day. Oh my God, yes. Like how often do we spend on social media in a day? How much of it is it, is it in our culture? It's like the new version of TV, you know? And we already know what happens when we consume too much of the media. Um, it influences our thinking, our choices, our thoughts, mm -hmm. and it's no different with social media. I'm really glad you brought that up because this is something that I've been thinking about um, and wanting to limit my exposure to social media and being more intentional with my usage of it so that I am in alignment with um, the goals 
that we have with flow space, which is truly just being our authentic selves and sharing that um, because it can really be painted so nicely on social media that anyone looking long enough can see this shiny life and say, oh yeah, that's, that's what I want, you know, cause it looks nice, you know, it's nice colors, it's nice aesthetics and mm-hmm. through that, um, absorption of so much social media it leaves little room for inspiration and creativity that derives from the soul without outside influence or noise yeah um absolutely because what you see on what you see on social media is just a small glimpse into other people's lives but you get so caught up in like oh look at the glitz and glamour and yes there are so many people who say that they're very transparent and they're showing like the ways, but you have to remember you still, you don't know these people. You don't know their truth, not to take it for just take it for face value, not to take it for anything deeper than that. And it leads into like another thing where I read earlier today that there are more millionaires than there are, like you have more of a chance of becoming a millionaire than getting a six pack. And I thought that was so crazy (laughs) But it makes so much sense because the rate at which people are making money on social media and due to like the technological advancements that we have, there's so many opportunities and people are selling that dream to people on social media. It's like, oh, look at my life. I'm... Like, I've manifested my dream job, my dream reality. I live in this mansion. I have this. I don't have to work in a traditional job. My schedule is mine. Like, I do this and I do that. I'll teach you how. Do you want this? Like, I know you want it. Come. Let me make money off of you to teach you how. But there's so many, like, scammers and fraudulents and also gatekeepers. So this is what, like, it triggered the line of thinking. People are showing you this little glimpse into their life, yet they're gatekeeping a lot of the reality behind that. So. Ooh, you took it there. Let's go in there because people are packaging the ways in which they learned whatever secrets to success that they've gained through their life experiences and putting a high ticket price on it so that others can um, find value in the other person's lifestyle and pay to maintain that other person's lifestyle in pursuit of having that lifestyle for themselves. Mm-hmm. But at what where do you draw the line with just sharing your life or wanting to participate in the expansion of the collective without having to monetize every step of the way of your journey? That's a great question, honestly, because I, and it's not knocking anybody's hustle, you know, like if you're making your money in that way, good for you. Um, And there are some people who do it in entirely well yeah Yeah. like that is some people's paths and it's beautiful that they've been able to cultivate that Mm -hmm. but it's very common and popular now yeah like how many coaches how many you know like it's crazy to me how many things are out there um I always think back to indigenous tribes and communities 
from back in the day, there was one medicine man or woman. There was one blacksmith or, you know, whatever you want to call it. There was one specialist of all of these different types of things. Everybody played their part. But in, t- in today's society, that authenticity is lacking where I see you being this spiritual healer. I want to be a spiritual healer because I see you're making money from it and I want to make money from it. So now I'm stepping into something that isn't my path or purpose just to try to replicate what I'm being seen in attempts to achieve what I think I want. And it's that glitz and glamorous life. Yeah. And escaping the matrix and wanting and like having a blueprint as to how to do that. Then was like, why not follow it? You know, and it goes even deeper than that because in the midst of all of the things that we've brainstormed in expanding with flow space, coaching was something that did come up. And not too long ago, we decided to basically burn off all the other things that we were offering and focus solely on the podcast, which has been the most consistent thing that we've been wanting to give our energy to, um, that we're passionate about. And it's to highlight that where there could be interest in other coaches out there, other specialties that people are offering on social media and seeing the value in what people are offering. But it's not to say that that is what we should be offering as well. And that's our path. It's more so to appreciate and let them do their role since they're doing it well. And in trying to pursue that, we're not honoring what we're meant to be doing and what we do well. Yeah. And as you were saying that, like Xing out all the things that we have relinquished so that we can just continue on what we feel good doing. Like I think of the times with, The message that I want to share is how like remaining humble throughout one's path is so important because, you know, I know and I trust that life unfolds in the way that it is meant to. But I did recently, like within the past few days, find myself thinking if we would have went about things in a different way, would the outcome have been different? And I say that like in terms of... um. Like pricing mostly is what comes to mind, pricing on our our sound bath, pricing on our products, and like really sitting with how I've worked through. And I guess this is something too that can be shared. For me, like in my point of view, I wanted to have things super affordable, like basically free, you know, like I don't need to make money from this. But then I was... Like I convinced myself that I had a scarcity mindset and I had to work through like feeling worthy to make money and worthy of my value. And in that, it allowed something that wasn't true to me to step forward. And then I worked with that for like two years to then realize, no, this isn't what I want. Like it doesn't feel good. I want these things to be free. I want these things to be I want to live in the world that I truly feel in my heart is possible. I do want to exit the matrix, but I don't want to exit the matrix at the expense of other people who are still in the matrix because that doesn't make me feel good. And I share that to say, you know, like we know within ourselves what is pure and true to us. So again, like don't get addicted to that shadow work or the self-improvement constantly thinking that there's something wrong with you. 
or there's something to work through because that's not the case all of the time. Like sometimes you do know best and you don't have to go through this whole like hoops and loops and dance to change yourself when there was nothing that needed to be changed. Oh my God, that is so excellent because literally you get sold a solution to a problem you never had and sold in such a way that you convince yourself that you have this problem that you don't have. And it's so funny because here we are two years later from the inception of the podcast and all of the different branches that we created as an extension of the podcast through these different offerings that we no longer even carry. We are returning to this free platform. (laughs) So it's so funny, but it's not to negate the journey that we went through to allow us to get here because there was a time when we were desiring to do this full time and we were seeking out ways to do that in a way to be able to financially sustain us so that we can give this our all. But it's been such a shift of the mindset throughout that journey to discover what true abundance is, connecting deeper to that, having stronger faith and having a deeper vision and clarity of the vision as to formulating the earth and the lifestyle that as you said we in our hearts know is possible and we desire for mankind yeah and that's why I pointed out about the remaining humble because that's definitely something that has been and now that I'm like speaking about it I can see how present it has been in my mind like with my passing thoughts that question of like wow I wonder if and it was more so with um the products than anything and the sound baths here and there but I was like you know I wonder if we had priced the products where like I felt so called to to and I was like yeah we did this to target the population that doesn't have access and has to settle for crappy brands like these um Johnson and Johnson like those other companies that put so much chemicals and in my mind I picture somebody similar to my mom and my family, like a working single mom with a bunch of kids and she's trying to do her best. So she has no choice but to settle for chemical filled products. That was the person I wanted to provide for. Um, And I didn't, you know, like how many times did we discuss pricing and then also people telling us like, oh, that's so expensive. But then having it be justified like, oh, but it's all natural and we're making it handmade, so we have to do it. And like, if we didn't have that, like we have to do this and we did what we like intended to, or like what that want of serving that community was, would we have wiped out the products, you know, like, or would that have led us in a different direction? And I know there's no point in um, focusing on the what ifs, but it's more so, it's such a, like reminder, a heavy reminder of sticking true to like what you feel deep inside and not folding. Yeah, it's the principle of the situation. And that's a really good highlight that you made that it was your own experiences, your own life experiences that were motivating you as to how to navigate the offering of the products with the example of your mom. Um, Because I feel like there's a lot of medicine in that as well, because that's part of what I've been thinking about recently in the ways that my connection to my family and their way of life and 
their story influences and fuels my calling and how I show up because I essentially, as I journey through life, I want to liberate and empower all of the things that my family has gone through by my embodiment and how I show up and serve. And how does that look like? What What do you mean by that? Um, for me, it means um, sharing more things that are empowering and easily accessible for people, like what we already do on this podcast, sharing enlightening perspective, um, shifting out of victim mentality, showing how things are possible and not out of reach in the ways that the matrix designs us to believe. Um, being sovereign, um, realizing that the true abundance and richness there is and being connected to the language of the land, um, returning back to that wisdom, not feeling like having to go outside the self to take care of ourselves, but returning back to knowing how to take care of ourselves through herbs, through the world around us, the natural world around us. And I feel like that fuels my calling with connecting to the land, wanting to be on land, um, learning the ways of the land, um, having as best of relationship I, as I can with my mental state, um, with my mental health, my consciousness, my self-awareness, and how I implement that and practice that in my way of life and my way of being. That's all really powerful. Do you feel that anything has shifted to allow you to be from that to arrive to that um like desire within you that it's noticeable um i feel like it's been a long time coming and it's been one of those things similar to how you mentioned like the passing thoughts that have been present um but haven't been fully given my full attention um but they linger in the back of my mind throughout my days. And having seen my a lot of my family this past weekend kind of brought out the curiosities that have been present. Um, questions like um, knowing about my bloodline, like how far does it go? Like how far does the knowledge that we have go in terms of like my ancestors, where they come from, what did they do for a living, their interests? Um, recognizing certain behaviors, which affirmed um, my interests now of like, um, really the thing that's the strongest is um, being connected to land, um, the learning the language of the land, um, the ways of the natural world, which is something that has been um, prevalent in my in my mind for some time, but now it's more in the forefront because I've um, been doing the work to eliminate the illusions and the distractions, like the scarcity mindset, um, going after these goals that aren't really in alignment with what my soul really desires to be working on, um, to make space for creativity and inspiration for what ultimately is, which is all of these things that I'm sharing what that looks like um, is still developing past um, what we're currently offering with the podcast. Um, Past that, it looks like how I show up um, in my beingness, especially when with 
my family, um, my inner circle, and the community at large. Yeah, and I feel like for me, what I heard when I heard you say what you were saying, that a key part was about like removing the illusion so that you can arrive to where you have arrived to. How has that process been for you? Or like, what does that look like? Um, removing I, the illusions. Yeah, because I feel like these interests have always been present. Like they've always been here, let's say right in front of me as a picture. But then in front of that picture is all of these false movies that have been playing so what that has looked like to remove those false movies to see the end goal that has always been there um one for me strongly was releasing the scarcity mindset the lack mentality um and i connected that deeper this past weekend my dad being one of 17 siblings and them perceiving themselves as poor and I was in a conversation with my cousin and he was saying, I don't know how they claim that they were poor. How you have 17 kids and you're poor. And then we discovered that they owned a lot of land um, in the Dominican Republic and they were farmers and they had everything and they sold um, what they made. So it was like shifting that, like how deeply rooted that goes and redefining what true richness and abundance ultimately is because they had it in my eyes you know like that's it but through the illusions of the matrix and the society that we live in um that perspective has shifted into one of like a victimhood and being a victim of the system so shifting all of that to something that's more empowering and more capable and more in my hands and tangible and able to access um, has been a big, big one for me, especially because I see it in um, the older generations in my families, and I see how I've shifted that through my own integration and embodiment. Um, I would say that's the biggest one because I feel it ripples into everything, my health, um, my finances, my relationships, because it's a lack in, that shows up in all areas of life when heavily identifying with that mentality. Yeah, that's really, really crazy. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we could cut this part out, what I'm going to share, because this is what came to mind. I don't know if it's like if it's needed in the episode or too much, but like it clicked for me. You saying like what you were just saying clicked for me, like the overcompensation. So coming or when operating from that like lack mentality that's deeply rooted generationally how that influences the decisions and the actions we make and how that like for us specifically within flow space that overcompensation came from the like other end of the spectrum like okay like I need to charge more or like we're worth so much more to get out of that like scarcity space even though that's not really where you are operating from like you said like your dad thinking oh, we're poor, but he has 17 siblings. Obviously, they're not poor. So it's like, okay, we're going to charge all this and make all this money, and I'm going to, like, improve my situation. But in reality, it did, like, the opposite for us. We ended up spending so much money and investing on so much that we didn't make back because we overpriced our products um, that just didn't sell. 
so it's so crazy like it was a a big like light bulb it goes so deep because outside of even just the money that we spend on these things it's the effort and the energy and what that could have been better allocated to to create more success and not just a monetary but just energetic and deeper alignment and soul fulfillment yeah but if you like think about it that's not like that's what can be said now but then that's not what was um it's just like so many things are like clicking in my mind right now yeah like the the opposing energies like how if I'm like, no, let's be like, it should be free. It should be like a dollar. It should be like this, right? And you're like, no, but we have to value ourselves. Like it has to be more like, look at what we're doing, our energy to make it like the cost of it. Those are like really conflicting sides. And instead of landing in the middle, I feel like the scarcity, which I, you know, believe to be as a lower vibrational overtook the energy So it's like if you think of like this battle that's always happening between like opposite sides, what feeds and what becomes more powerful can be whatever is linked to the fear. Because like we have so many fears that we have to work through to really let go, to allow the lighter side to step forward. Yeah, and it reminds me of past moments of my dad saying like, um, like the products are expensive um so it's just so interesting like to see that full circle and he loves it so much that he's always asking me for the oil so it's just really fascinating so it's like now what you know are we gonna go back and start selling the products no I don't want to revisit that journey (laughs) at all because like it was so much like I just said like all of that energy the like opposing there was obviously something to be received from that, which I'm grateful for. But I feel like it was a a loop I didn't necessarily want to be on because I arrived back at where I started. So just like more confident. That's what I received from it, the, like being more confident in my knowing. But I could go without doing it. <laughs> That's priceless, though, because that saves you so much time, energy, headaches, confusion, Yeah, a sense of feeling lost, because if you feel connected to what you know within and you let that guide you, the path is more seamless. Yeah. So, because I'm curious, since, like, this has been something that you've been pondering you feel it's more of like the principle of the situation and what's to be received through it versus something to explore in creating. And I asked because we recently decided to be done with it all because we feel like this is the thing to be doing the podcast. Um, but does that not feel like the case? No, the podcast feels like the case. I was saying like not wanting to revisit the products and all those other things right now okay but at all in general you get what I'm saying no there's no interest in the products is my my ultimate question to resell them or like to remake them no not really 
because of the not heaviness and again this isn't something that I've been like sitting thinking about but like the like I can connect and through this conversation like what I just shared with you that all came forward from what you've shared and like making sense of things but with the heaviness associated with the amount of things that we had to work through and I feel that I'm not saying I didn't take anything away from it because I am grateful with what I took away from it. It's like the discernment, like so many things like that. It's just there's a heaviness associated to it that I just don't want to deal with. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy. Which piece? All of it, like where we can arrive, where we can arrive in discussing things and like really going with it. Yeah. The power of the conscious conversations. Yeah. And not being afraid because that's something I feel like just now I like I felt it It was like, oh, like when I said, oh, I could cut this off the episode because it was like, I don't know if I'm like overstepping and sharing this, but if you're not saying something with malintent or malice, I don't feel that it's overstepping. Like if you're being genuine and with, with what you're sharing. Yeah. And like, where did that come from? Like that idea of like overstepping. Um, Because the feeling of what I shared, the conflict that we were on two opposite sides, like me wanting to charge less, like free, to less and then you wanting to charge more and like where that derived from within the selves no I feel everything is relevant and I feel like it speaks to the authenticity and the medicine that's shared and through just sharing the journey of life I mean that's ultimately what we're here to do and that's part of why I answered in the way that I did because I feel that that's important and especially when answering from a space of recognizing where things resided within myself and having outgrown and recognize those point of view like it releases any shame guilt blame or anything like that because I can see it from a compassionate and empathetic lens now having made different decisions making different decisions from what I've learned about um, those behaviors yeah that's a good point too because I think that's what I was working through. Like, I don't want to make you feel bad about what I'm like with what I share. So I was like, oh, I don't want, I don't know if I should, but it felt very relevant to the story you shared with your family. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really good to highlight because it's important instead of what we used to do and what we've discussed. And like, we say things in a way where it's kind of like ambiguous, but it's like, no, this is what it is. And something I feel like we've been working on and doing a good job with where we're just showing up. Um, And I'm really grateful for that because (laughs) there's a lot of freedom in that. And in owning our realities, nothing can be said about me or to me that I don't know about myself. Or ultimately, that's the goal because I'm sure there's more to discover. But if it's like, okay, yeah, you know, like, go ahead, (laughs) whatever, you know. I'm not perfect, are you? (laughs) Is that what you're claiming to be by highlighting what I've gone through, then okay, that's fine. 
I love you anyways. Extend the grace. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Because it's definitely something that... And even, like, from the beginning of the episode, not wanting to give too much detail because of, like, the circumstances, but wanting to be more transparent and relatable because we all have things. And it's like you said, nobody is perfect. You know, I think we're so far from perfect. And it's not that we're far from perfect. It's just we're all so different. And we, based on our childhood, our ancestors, we have so many things that we come to earth with that our journey is going to look different. Yeah. yeah, Laying it all on the table. And that takes a lot for us to be able to do. Because like you said, I know that people will listen and judge and have opinions. But... As long as I'm, like, the one sharing the information, I'm putting it out there, so. Yeah, and maybe, who knows, maybe they won't, you know, maybe they'll appreciate it and feel liberated within the moment, from, with the moment, <laughs> with themselves <laughs> and be inspired. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I thought you I were trying really to care. say in the moment, so that was not maybe what. Maybe that's what was trying to come out, because I'm telling you what I wanted to say was, like, my mouth just kept being forced closed. <laughs> I was like, okay, what's trying to be said then? Thank you for listening. Continue flowing in your own space by simply being. If this resonated with you and you feel called, please be sure to follow us, like, and share. Until next time, wherever you go, give yourself space, space to, to flow. flow. <laughs> <laughs> I think a hack to the flow is what I had mentioned earlier and then where that took us, which is just you ask something that was that just came to mind and then it just goes. Yeah, I took note of that, like how speaking about whatever's um, prevalent in our lives and just like discussing it, it allows us to connect and have the conscious conversation. Yeah, and connect what lies behind the surface of whatever is prevalent in our life. As we said earlier, what you said about it goes as deep as we want it to go. I want to see what the origin of the word lies is because every time you say it, I cringe. Oh my God. Literally, I've been trying to avoid saying it. Like I say what lives instead of what lies. Mm. Um, Just because I don't know why or where it came from, but it's something like inside of me that I feel. Okay. I'll look this up later. Oh, look it up right now. I want to know. Okay, so to make an untrue statement with intent to deceive. And... For me, that's what clicks. <laughs> that's, the the, that's the cringe? Yeah, like, because it's the, the energy of how that word is used. It's like, yeah. no, there's no lies. We're, we're tr- in truth here. Yes, I feel that. Okay, eradicated from the vocab. You do what you, what you feel, girl. No, I trust I came up with reason. Yes, it's something, yeah, that I've been paying attention to paying attention to within myself for some time now using that word or just words in general 
Words in general, I've been paying attention to for a very long time. There was a Rastafarian who put me on to how um, they use like overstand instead of understand and the opposite, like they use the positive opposite of a lot of words that have negative underlining tones. I think that was back in like 2012. Um, so since then I've been paying attention to things like that, but the lies has been for a past, the past few months, I would say that I've been like taking note and I try to avoid saying it. Mm, Good to know. Yeah. I think in like with trying to be more truthful and honest and transparent, like it goes along with that. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Resonates. That's good. Thank you for answering the cringe calling to share the wisdom because now someone else is going to get it. Word.